This is the MDRT Podcast. It's much easier to dedicate time to things you're good at than areas you need work on. During a recent conversation at MDRT headquarters, Alain Poirier from Montreal, Canada. Terry Kruger, Syracuse, New York. Mark Olson, Austin, Texas. Shared how they've taken the time to revamp their marketing, hiring, and communication with staff. Well, I'll start. At the beginning, we had some difficulty with the marketing. We started like by having, we did a good mistake, a big mistake. We were starting to do some marketing on the TV. But that was maybe two, three years ago, realizing that nobody looks at TV anymore. And even if you have like publicity, normally you record what you're looking. So you never look at the, the publicity. So that was our big mistakes that the first mistakes we did. So we decided to went to the radio and the internet. Radio was not so bad because uh, people are listening in their car and everything, but they don't have nothing to write the numbers and everything. So, and after that, we decided to go on the, on the internet. Internet was the reference for us that people, when you're looking for something, you're searching on the Google or any engine on the internet. So that was the good thing we went for the marketing was to push our companies and our product on the web. Did you have a moment in there before you figured out what to do and felt nervous? We were nervous because we put a lot of money to make that commercial and after that to make it on TV. So we're like, okay, we, we screwed up this time. So what are we going to do? We lost a lot of money, so we have to turn back. Is the, the radio or the internet going to work or not? It, it was a bad experience. So we thought at the beginning that the other one were not that good, but we tried it and it, it worked at the end. Well, I'm a little concerned, Alain, because I just agreed to write a decent-sized check for TV advertisement. (laughs) (laughs) But this is also a little morning talk show that in our area is very popular, so I'm hoping it works. But now I'm also hoping it's not a bad decision. (laughs) For us, we were passing, like I think it's 20 or 25 times per day on the iSchedule in a big TV show that everybody listens in the French side. And we had like on for a month and we had one call. Wow. I'm not doing any TV advertising. Yeah. So an area of weakness for me has always and continues to be hiring and managing staff. And I am horrible at it. And I've made bad hire after bad hire. And so finally just said, my wife is much better at this stuff than I am and she's going to actually be in on the decision-making on staff. And so she was on every interview. She asked questions, she came up with questions. She also, when I made the hire, filled in my assistant at my lack of ability to properly communicate. And so there'll be times when I will think that she should just know what I mean and she'll say, remember what your wife told me? And I'll go, oh, okay. And then I'll explain things more fully than giving her a shorthand instruction that she doesn't understand yet because she's brand new. So it became a way that she was able to know, okay, if I don't understand what he's talking about, I need to just bring him back to ground so he understands that I don't know anything yet and please explain it to me in a different way without feeling embarrassed about it because she could essentially embarrass me over, well, your wife said you're bad at this. And then I go, oh, okay, let me try again. So that's something that I've been weak at and how I overcame it. 
Well, close to what Mark said is I was doing kind of the opposite. I was going in and I was showing exactly what it was that I wanted done, doing the hands-on training to a level that it was taking away from my time and realized, starting to realize now that I hired intelligent people, I should probably let them be intelligent and give them a little bit of information so that they can actually go find the answer themselves. They'll learn more when they pick up the phone and make a phone call than they will by me playing teacher. So I'm starting to not struggle with that a little bit more, I think, and trying to get better at that and over explaining. I think when you over explain, you demean someone's intelligence. My wife calls it mansplaining and I do it a lot. I'm getting better, I'm recovering. We as women, thank you, Mark. (laughs) Do you have a mechanism in your head that tells you when to dial it back? Or a time when you've noticed yourself teetering or over-explaining? I actually am catching myself when I over-explain something, and I will end up apologizing in a way that makes the staff member laugh, thank goodness, and not look at me like, you know, I have a brain. And um, because I do get that look every once in a while. And I'm like, you know what? I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry. And you know what you're doing. Have at it. And they actually appreciate my taking that back and saying, you know what? I overstepped there. Because I want that relationship with them that they can come to me and say, I need this from you, instead of being someone that says, I'm frustrated with this over mansplaining, even though I don't quite fit that mold. But uh, I don't want them getting mad at me and walking out the door because they're frustrated. I want them to be able to talk to me and say, hey, I don't like it when you do this, because I see these people more than I see my family. So it is, in a sense, a tighter relationship and we need each other you know in a different way but we do need each other and the more I kind of realize that they're family the better it works. What's the thing members should know doesn't need to be explained as much as you might be explaining it to your staff? Well I think what happened is I've been in the past when I wasn't doing the hiring that maybe somebody I explained something, maybe under explained something, and they didn't quite get my vision, and that created an end result that I didn't appreciate. So I ended up taking the entire opposite end of that spectrum and over explaining, and then realizing I'm putting them in a position that makes them feel like they can't think for themselves. So I've since come back to about the middle, but I think I realized that because I wasn't the person that hired that previous situation that they didn't feel like I was the person that had the right maybe to tell them what to do. So maybe that, I don't know, there was some strange mixture, but now that I own the firm and I'm realizing that I'm over explaining because of prior issues. Is that answering your question? That I have to really give them the freedom to come to me with maybe a first draft, come to me with a first idea and say, hey, communicate with them. Maybe you're not going to get it perfectly right the first time. This is going to be a process, and then we'll come to an end result. And they appreciate the freelancing, per se, that I am allowing them to do to actually think and come up with something. And it's strengthening the relationship. 
That's the end of this month's episode. If you'd like to subscribe, you can find us on SoundCloud and Spotify at MDRT Podcast. Thanks for listening, and see you next time.